Welcome to Mandatory Fun, a podcast by a military wife reflecting on life. I'm Erin Stevens, and I know that I said I may be talking about uncertainty today, but I lied. I know that's okay to do now because of our government, but I digress. No, today I will be talking about a second language that I've learned while not even trying. Let me explain. My mom and her friend Diane were visiting a couple of weeks ago, and we were sitting around talking about life and Jake's career. They seemed to be in on the conversation, and then I was told that they only understood about a third of what I had been saying. You may not even know that the name of this podcast, Mandatory Fun, is the term used in the military meaning a social event put on by an organization having some form of authority over event attendees, where those attendees are generally confronted with a dilemma of attending the social event or facing some generally undesired consequence. Kind of like how if my friends don't listen to this, then this podcast, then they will have to listen to me complain about it incessantly. You see, I was speaking in Air Force lingo, which is made up of nonsensical abbreviations and words. Unless you have been hearing these things for years, in my case, I'm up to 14, you would have no idea what anything meant. Jake and my first date was to an ROTC function called Dining Out. Now, I'm assuming that everyone listening knows what ROTC is, but that's probably not the case. Just in case, it means, wait, hold on, let me actually go look it up, hold on, Um, Reserve Officer Training Corps. Anyway, back to the story. I went to this formal event and was 20 at the time, and I felt like I had just landed in another country. I had zero idea what was happening. They called people up to the grog for some ritualistic ceremony, and I sat there counting the exits. They did all of these things that I did not understand and made me feel like a fish out of water. So what did I do? I married Jake so that I could feel that way for the rest of my life. And a few years later, I parked in the wrong spot in front of the TLF. That means the temporary living facility where you generally live for a few days or weeks until you find the new place you'll be living once you move. We had just moved down from Alaska, but since we had Saf, who was our oldest at the time and only, who was three months old, I went ahead and flew to Tucson without Jake, and he drove the car with his dad and our dog. I got to the base. I was exhausted. I pulled into the TLF with my rental car. I saw a spot for general officer parking, and I figured, Jake is an officer, generally speaking, because if you're not up with the Air Force lingo, you just speak like a regular person. I just used the word generally in the sentence previously, for example. So I parked in general officer parking. And then when Jake got there, I told him that I had parked in that spot because it was the only one available. And he said, you can't park in that spot. That's for generals, as in generals, like the highest ranking people in any military, in the Air Force at least. It's a different thing in different um, branches of the military. And I've told this story before, and the reaction has either been, oh, I totally did that too, or how can you be so stupid? And the reality of the situation is you just don't know what you don't know. So now my mission is to teach you a little bit. It's taken me quite a while, but I think I've got the hang of this now. Today, I will be a foreign language teacher attempting to make future Air Force spouses, my friends, and my family, and anyone else who is not a part of this club, understand what military people are saying. Just as a treat, I've re-lettered some of the acronyms to be more realistic and representative of what they actually mean. Once again, I'll remind all of my 10 listeners that these all relate back to the Air Force. 
Some may cross over to other branches, but who has time to learn all that? Well, I do, but I have to draw the line somewhere. Let's start slow. Ranks. There are two separate classifications in the military. There's officers and there's enlisted. So, of course, there are two completely different structures to learn. This goes along with the rank you see on a person's uniform and why uniforms look different. Officer classifications are second lieutenant, first lieutenant, captain, major, lieutenant colonel, colonel, and then general. There are also four stars within the general delineation, but I know I'll never have to worry about that because I ruined Jake's chances of that years ago. Then there's the enlisted side. It's airmen, airmen first class, senior airmen, staff sergeant, tech sergeant, master sergeant, first sergeant, senior master sergeant, chief master sergeant, command chief master sergeant, chief master sergeant of the Air Force. So now that we've got that down, let's focus on training for a minute, since that's how this whole thing starts, no matter who you are in the military. My knowledge lies in pilot training, and specifically fighter training. When Jake graduated from CU, that's the University of Colorado, he went to pilot training, or JSUPT, at Vance Air Force Base in Enid, Oklahoma. This was his primary training in the T-37, and then there was a track select, which determined that he'd be going on the fighter track. He then continued onto the T-38, and then it was assignment night, or drop night, where he learned he'd be flying the A-10 and would need to attend IFF. That stands for Intro to Fighter Fundamentals. Prior to the B course, or FTU, which stands for Fighter Training Unit. The point of FTU was to become competent in the various roles of the A-10, specifically CAS, close air support, along with TGP, NVG, LATN, BFM, and AR, to name a few. That's targeting pod, night vision goggles, low altitude tactical navigation, basic fighter maneuvers, and air refueling. Whew, that's a lot to remember and take in, so I'll give you a second. While you were taking your second, we drove on to base. So let's take a tour, shall we? I should say here that all bases and posts and stations have different names. So right now we're driving onto Moody Air Force Base. They tend to all have the same things, so you don't have to really know much about those when you move to different places, but you do have to know the names of the bases, which is a whole other topic that we're not even gonna get into today. So we are now on a base as opposed to a post or a naval air station. If we were on a post, we'd be in the Army and a station in the Navy. As we know, I'm a spouse, so we're going to look at the services or things that I would actually come in contact with myself. So first, we get to the BX. The BX is kind of like a department store. You can get clothing, you can get like food if you need some food, which I guess a department store doesn't generally have, but the BX has it. It has electronics, it has garden, a gardening center usually, toys, things like that. Then there's the commissary, which is the grocery store, which is just like any other grocery store. Then there's the CDC, which you may be thinking is the Centers for Disease Control, but it actually on base stands for the Child Development Center. However, mm, they're kind of one and the same if you really stop to think about it. Then there's the VOQ, which stands for the Visiting Officers Quarters, and the TLF, which we already talked about, which is the Temporary Lodging Facility. 
The class six and the shopette are usually attached to a gas station. The class six is where you can buy alcohol. And the shopette is just like any other gas station where you can buy little snacks and magazines and cigarettes and stuff like that. Not that anybody that I know ever would buy cigarettes. That would be terrible. Um, Now we're going to drive to the fighter squadron to go visit Jake. It has a number and a name associated with it, too but not to be confused with his past squadrons, the 33rd, the 25th, the 435th, the 357th, the 355th, the 354th, the 358th, and then again to the 357th. Now that we're in Jake's squadron, let's take a look around. First, we're going to go into the commander's office. He's also the OIC, or the officer in charge. So he's the one who kind of runs the show. Then we're going to go into the DO's office. He's the director of operations, and he's kind of second in command, but in charge of all of the flying stuff that goes on day to day. Then we're going to walk down the hall, see the ops desk, where the top three will be sitting. The top three is responsible for communicating with anybody who's flying at the time, making the call whether or not they're going to fly if there's weather that comes in, and all sorts of other things like that. There's a lot more that goes into it, but I don't really know what it is. And then there's somebody who also sits soft. That's the supervisor of flying, and they go into the tower, and they communicate back with the top three. They talk to the pilots. Um, So that's a job that Jake has done in the past as well. So there are students going through the IQT, which is the initial qualification training, or the MQT, which is the mission qualification training, before they go into the FLUG, which is the flight lead upgrade, or the IPUG, which is the instructor pilot upgrade. Jake is an FE, which is a flight evaluator, who is the person in charge of many things connected with Stanaval, who are the ones responsible for keeping all of the pubs, or publications, current, and giving out check rides. A lot of people are missing because they're TDY, but we'll get into that later. Oh, look, I see some people wearing OCPs, operational camouflage pattern, but If we were in another squadron, they'd probably be wearing ABUs, which is the airman battle uniform, and others wearing flight suits. No one in this squadron is wearing their blues. If they were going to dining in or dining out, they'd be wearing their mess dress. Oh, there's Ryan. He's in the USAF and went to USAFA and would like to be a part of USAFE someday. So let me translate that. He's in the United States Air Force and went to the United States Air Force Academy and would love to be a part of the United States Air Force's Europe someday. We're CONUS now, but we were O-CONUS, but that's not part of USAFE. So we are in the continental United States now, but we were not in the continental United States. While we were overseas, we had an APO, which stands for an Army Post Office address, but then we switched to a PSC, which is a Postal Service Center, not to be confused with a PCS, which is a totally different thing, but could have had an FPO, which is the force post office address as well. Yes, I had to learn all of these things on the fly when we were living overseas. You look like you could use a break, so let's talk about some things you've probably heard but may or may not know what they mean. First, there's a FOB, which is a forward operating base. You hear about FOBs in movies... Um, It was in the Serial Podcast, Season 2, which is a wonderful podcast. Um, There's the JAG, 
which there was a whole show about. I think it might have been called JAG. Anyway, that's the judge, advocate, general, or the lawyer on base, the attorney. There's MREs, which stands for meal ready to eat. There's going AWOL, which is absent without leave. There's a military brat, which we've actually talked about in this podcast before, or I. I don't know who the we that I'm referring to is, but that actually stands for born, raised, and transferred. There's IEDs, which we've heard about way too much, which stands for improvised explosive device. HQ, which is headquarters. UAV, unmanned aerial vehicle. The DMZ, the demilitarized zone, which, of course, is in Korea. Sometimes Jake will come home and say something, and I still have no idea what he's talking about. For example, he will say that he has to talk to DFAS to work out his travel voucher, or when he was deployed, he would talk about the DFAC. This conversation could be translated to, I need to go to the financial office, and I went to the dining hall and ate dessert every night, which is a true story. The DFAS is the Defense Finance and Accounting Services, and the DFAC is the dining facility. Now it's time to have some fun. Here's where I rename things to be more accurate. These are all commonly occurring parts of my life and all people's, all military people's lives that I say without really giving them a second thought. And these are the kind of conversations that I have when people have no idea what I'm talking about. So the first one is the BAH, which stands, which stands for the Basic allow, Allowance for Housing. Every time you go somewhere, there is a housing allowance that you can use um, to rent or to buy, to use towards your mortgage. You can live on base. There's a bunch of different options. But I'm going to change this to BAH, which means barely accurate. Ha! And anybody who's in the Air Force will generally know what I'm talking about, especially if you live in Tucson, Arizona. Then there's TDY which means temporary duty. It's a little trip that the guys go on or the girls or whoever it is. It's just like a business trip. It can be anywhere from a couple days to a few weeks long. But I'm going to change this to W-H-I-V-S-I-V, or what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. There's the PCS. We've talked about this one before. It's the permanent change of station. When you move, you PCS but I'm going to change this to potentially changing soon. There is absolutely nothing permanent about it. Then there's the BRAC, which we experienced in Alaska because the A-10 squadron there was on the BRAC, which stands for the Base Realignment and Closure. But I'm going to change that to the B-K-A-N, or Better Kiss Ass Now, because if you want a good assignment, you're competing against a whole lot of people to get it. Then there's FIGMO which is, fuck it, I got my orders. And I'm not going to change that one because I think that is generally pretty accurate. There's the PFT, which is the physical fitness test, but I'm going to change that one to the RMB, which means run the month before. And then last but not least, there's AFPC, which is the Air Force Personnel Center, which kind of makes all the decisions regarding your career. So I changed that one to the Air Force Power Command. So it's about time to wrap this up. But one more thing. I didn't even talk about all of the different types of aircraft or base names and abbreviations. I may be able to casually say that Jake flew the A-10 and he went through the B course at DM, but you still may have zero idea what I'm saying. But unless you'd like this episode to last for a few days, that will just have to wait. FYI, my PFT is TBD, so I'm SOL. Your homework is to figure out what I just said. Now reply with Wilco. Uncertainty next time? 
maybe. Also, a heads up that I'm hoping to go back to doing some interviews again, so you don't have to listen to me talk the whole time. I enjoy listening to myself talk, but recognize that not everyone feels the same way. I'm really growing up. And now, something to make you laugh. My mom texted me, what do IDKLY and TTYL mean? I answered, I don't know. I love you. Talk to you later. She responded with, okay, I'll ask your sister. I hope that left you ROTFL. So there's been some crazy stuff happening around here lately, and someday I'll be able to tell you all about it. You'll just have to keep listening to find out what it is. But let's just say it's the reason why there was such a big gap between my last podcast and this one. Till next time. Wait, no, let me back this up and get it right. On that note, this is Aaron signing off. Till next time, may your life be full of mandatory fun. <laughs>